Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. Our levels are looking good. I feel move forward with uh, without having echoey cave of wonders energy. Yeah, that's excellent. Yay! Yay. Podcasting in the closet. Yeah, yeah we're going to share with us what's happening right now and the, the the journey we've been on since the debut of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at this. We've got. Um, well, I hung a tapestry mm-hmm. in the doorway. Beautiful. So we just have yeah, this cloth door now. And then I hung two blankets across. One is across the dresser, fully just covering all the wood. And the other one is hanging precariously to cover a shelf in here. And then there's clothes everywhere else. I've got some extra pillows up at the top of the closet there. And then the bench here that has... Our microphone sitting on it. This was actually a platform for our animals <laughs> because Joel made a what do you call it? A ramp. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Yeah. It made a ramp for our bed so our animals could get up onto our bed without straining themselves. Mm-hmm. And so this is nice because I think it's the right height to be able to sit crisscross applesauce on the floor in the closet. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I can just lean over and my face is right by the mic and it's very little effort, which yeah. I like. This is a nice time. Yeah. And and so this is the perfect height, number one. And number two, it has some carpeting on top of it already. So it helps to dampen the sound. Yes, for your ASMR pleasure. Just wow. We do Owen Wilson impressions now. Very heavy Owen Wilson impression mm-hmm. month, I would say. Yeah, this is not an Owen Wilson podcast. It's good. No, put it on the list. We may <laughs> do impressions of Owen Wilson because we think they're funny. Wow. Wow. Would you listen to this podcast? Wow. Tell your friends. Wow. Oh, yeah, Samantha, if people want to talk about how much they love Owen Wilson or tell us, you know, what parts they like about our podcast. How do they contact us? Well, a couple ways. Uh, first, you're going to open up that Gmail uh, address book that you have in your brain and add a AquariusBehavior.pod at Gmail at the beginning of that. Mm-hmm. You can email us and tell us all sorts of stuff like best friend stories or things you think we need to know, corrections um, from the lovingly curated information mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. Found over um, last what four months of playing podcasts, yep. uh, and then also the other way that you can find us because uh, we just we really think that it's all about the pictures and the visuals. Find us on Insta, we're AquariusBehavior.pod, and right now shout out to the eleven followers we have. Woo! We've got eleven <laughs> followers. Yes, it's beginning. So that has been really cute to just see people interact with our posts and like, and now we got all of the podcasts, like, you know, the system, the uploading system mm-hmm. happening, and now we're figuring out the social situation and we're really just uh, building this from the foundation up, Morgan. It, mm-hmm. It's pretty cute. So that's how people can tell us how we're doing a good job. That's the only feedback that I would like to hear. <laughs> I would love to know if you know the correct pronunciations to things that we've mispronounced. I would like to know... Preumbra. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. Uh, we also know for sure that Copernicus is Polish. He's the one. So also we know that already, Mm -hmm. but feel free to tell us again that that was wrong and and now we're correct. Uranus is behind the moon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is also behind the moon Mm -hmm. and we know that as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I cannot be responsible for what my brain says at three in the morning. But I'm so glad that we have that though. Editing that has been a joy just giggling along with us Mm -hmm. and also hearing from people the the parts that they laughed out loud about. Have you laughed out at this episode? Have you laughed out at a previous episode? Mm -hmm. If you have done a ha ha let us know what what stuff do you uh, find yourself thinking as you're going about your day. Sometimes I think geraniums. So mm-hmm. let us know. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's very humbling hearing our voices over and over and mm-hmm. uh, the different mannerisms and verbal crutches we use oh my mm. goodness pulling away all the layers and mm. seeing yes know, what are things you've noticed as our sound editor Ooh. well i did really love editing the butterfinger part of blood moon part one because it was a lot of asmr candy wrappers and everything mm-hmm. in there i noticed that when i'm telling stories i just say this a lot and i just want to get my point across and just it's yeah. cute so i'm um, hearing that and then also when we're talking really fast and like we're gasping into the microphone because we're talking so fast and, so i have a lot of fun it's gonna it's gonna fly away we have to say it as fast as we can and so yeah. this has also been an interesting practice in slowing down and also getting really good at the control um, shortcuts for mm-hmm. editing because now I can do it very quickly. I'm like, oh, that looks like a sneeze coming up. It sure is. Boop. And so now I'm knowing, like, I can see what the waveforms look like, like how they sound. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a big O looking thing. I think that that's going to be a sniffle. <gasps> it was. Boop. It's just fun mm-hmm. for the visual part of it to see and also how our voices look different on the waveform mm-hmm. and how just the ups and downs and the bits. Yep. I really, it's been very mm-hmm. interesting to just see how we speak. Just to see how we speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely do a lot of the filler words still. A lot of the likes and ums um, and uhs uh, and uhs. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. getting mm-hmm. comfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Editing Samantha really likes silence. Mm. And I need to respect that. Yeah, you're developing a new relationship with silence. It's very weird because mm-hmm. Samantha's relationship with silence is shunned and <laughs> yelled over. <laughs> but realizing mm-hmm. that, wow, it's so fun to say all of our ideas all at the same time because when we're talking in real life, we can visually see and speak. And download, I would say, 45% faster mm. than we can on a podcast. Mm. Forces us to slow down a little bit and mm-hmm. really do some more active listening, which mm-hmm. I've appreciated. And I found myself searching for the silence in our podcasts, and sometimes there's none to be found. <laughs> yep, I believe that. <laughs> I believe that. It gives me such joy. 
Chatterbox Town over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Woo! I didn't have a Diet Mountain Dew to crack, but... Oh, yeah, but you are slipping on one right now. I sure am. Yes. Wow, so hydrated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so um, editing has been cool. Mm-hmm. And getting into the closet, I like that we are not echoey. Mm-hmm. The podcast room, as we both have agreed, wow, such a great space, needs more fluffy things. Needs more fluffy be... things. It's too big right now. So here we are yep. sitting in your closet. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated when Joel came in and said, hey, Samantha, um, do you mind if I quick brush my teeth before you guys get started podcasting? Yes. No, nope, that's, yeah, he didn't thanks so much. Disrupt. And then he took a picture of me because I asked him to. And so he sent that to us, and I said, well, great, because we're going to need more social media content, Uh, especially of our behind-the-scenes hijinks. Yep, behind-the-scenes hijinks. Oh, come listen to AdPod. That's right, AdPod. Yes, because mm -hmm. our audio will get better, and that is the AdPod promise. Sure is. Hashtag AdPod Mm -hmm, promise. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, this is our content, and I can't can't promise that's going to get better. If you don't like it, I mean... Well, this is it. This is it. This is it. Welcome. So, this is as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, our voices here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the internet, mm-hmm, interacting mm-hmm. with each other, perhaps in the future, bringing on some special guests. Yes. We're going to yes. play some, some games. We are. We're going to have some fun mm-hmm. and frivolity. Mm-hmm. Low-key learning. Low-key learning. Not mm-hmm. taking ourselves too seriously. No, never. Ugh, never. If there are... Things that you want to hear more of, if you like the stories you've heard so far, if you think, hey, I like this witchy vibe, let's get more of that. Hey, love the plants, let's get more plant content. If you want us to talk about our pets more, if you want us to tell stories from our past and just entertain you, email us at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com or send us a comment or a DM on the Instagram. On the socials, you guys. Aquariusbehavior.pod. It's us. Yeah, because it's just us. Mm. There's no social media team. There's no middlemen. It is Morgan and I sitting in a closet with two microphones mm-hmm. and creating posts on our AbPod mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. Official. Morgan got set up our official AbPod phone that has all of our things on it officially so snaps for all of those things yeah mm-hmm. one hour once a week we are yes the best friends podcast Ooh. on the internet the best <laughs> i think that is accurate the best <laughs> friends podcast on the internet we're not telling you where to put your punctuation nope i'm not gonna tell you what to do samantha can't tell you where to put your punctuation <laughs> You know what? I make up where I put my punctuation because I took a lot of poetry classes in high school and college. Line spacing, um, artistic uh, phrasing. Yeah, exactly. I break my sentences where I want them and I make no apologies. The drama. Yeah, it's drama drama. intrigue. I know. And so sometimes I think about that as I write our podcast comments or, you know, post our pictures and I have to write little things underneath them and sometimes I think about my descriptions and think mm, probably not where I should put a comma but I'm going to put it there anyway because it's for dramatic effect for dramatic effect I agree I think uh, I think that it's 
meant to be used in interesting mm-hmm. ways and i feel like our podcast is an opportunity for us to push the boundaries of the accepted grammatical and english language this podcast pushes the boundaries of the english language we are pioneers <laughs> it, let it be known tune into our crowd breaking podcast that's right where we push the boundaries of the english language that's right oh boy wow yep that's nice Man. Like, not that I haven't laughed that hard today, mm-hmm. but that laugh right there just felt especially rejuvenating. So, mm-hmm. thank you. Really. I'm enjoying the core memory we're creating this mm-hmm. evening <laughs> for sound test in mm-hmm. the podcast closet. Yes. First sound test in the podcast closet. Mm. Well, fabulous. Yay, shall we? Uh, shall we wrap it up? Yep. Let's wrap it up. And, like, this mm-hmm. might be the beginning of something that we then throw something else yeah. on the end right here. Exactly. Like... This. Yeah. All right, Samantha. Yes. Are you ready for another game today? Yes, I am. Mini games. Mini games. So we're going to play another round of Countdown Duo. Besties edition. (laughs) So, okay, last time we played this, I told you that I had, no, I said that I had eight. And we only ended up doing five because turns out we had a lot to talk about and that was fun. And so we're like, hey, let's actually splice this up. So what I have is five more characters for you. So these are characters from books, movies, or TV shows who are best friends. And we're going to talk about which one you think you are and which one we think I am. And then if we agree or disagree, we get a ding ding or a huh <laughs> it's like there's no right or wrong answer that's right it's kind of like um did you ever watch whose line is it anyway i sure okay, did yeah, it's like that we're just the points are made up and nobody cares or whatever it is they say aquarius behavior <laughs> the points are made up and nobody cares yes. okay so <laughs> are you ready for the first oh this podcast just serves such a specific purpose in my life and i'm very thankful for it keep going <laughs> Okay, are you ready for the first yes. duo here? I sure am. All right, Samantha, do these two people look familiar? Just got chills. Oh, uh, Abfab! Ab yes, Ab. Eddie! Yes. Eddie! Yes. And Patsy! Edwina, or Eddie, and Patsy Stone. Edwina Monsoon and Patsy Stone. Iconic. Iconic. You know, this was TV 14 back in the day when I was in elementary school, and I thought that I was such a little bad B for watching it. And now looking back, I'm just like, this is just great content. This is just great. Co- What's her assistant's name? Bubbles. Bubbles. Yeah. Bubbles. And Safi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Safi, mm-hmm. her daughter. Yep, the mom. Uh, what a, you know, Morgan, you know, this is a model friendship for you know, us in this phase of our life, just from a support and togetherness standpoint, not so much from a substance use, sleep deprivation. Yeah, let's just let's treat our bodies really nicely. But I would say that the um, thick and thin Mm -hmm. kind of friends, that's what I would describe Eddie and Patsy. Yeah, 100 percent. It's just that fierce friendship. Yep. Nothing's getting past Mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. The hair. Oh my goodness. I know. Just so, it's just so good. 
<laughs> it's just the the poof with again um the dark roots that we were talking about mm-hmm. yeah. and looking back at Eddie's like because she's supposed to be a fashion designer uh-huh. and like a magazine person yeah, she's like, amazing she's like an editor or something it's very vague and whatever yes. but the fashion that they just parade through this show mm-hmm. I it's like inspired Halloween outfit after inspired Halloween outfit. Oh, it's just sure. textures and just different, like, baubles and bits and chains and pleather and glitter and big hair. And I have so many feelings about this show, turns out. I... I'm Eddie. I'm Patsy. See, my 20s... I was just the, I was Patsy, but making all of the not being kind to my body choices and everything. But I think that, um, yeah, Eddie, Eddie with her cell phone and her tightly strung and, oh, just very much concerned, (laughs) stricken even sometimes on the phone and, oh, I'm always late. That's what my nightmares are, too, of just, like, I'm somewhere, I am late, I need to be on the phone telling someone something. Anyway, it's just very, um, really beautiful. It's a really beautiful friendship. And yeah, I'm Eddie and you're Patsy in the tornado kind of way. I love that. Like that actually accidentally set the hair on fire, but like, it's not a big deal and it's kind of fine. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. It's okay. Yep. Yep. You accidentally burned down your kitchen, but it's fine. No one's mad about it. <laughs> okay. So this is funny because I have the opposite answer. <gasps> Do you? Yeah, I definitely feel like more of an Eddie because I feel like I'm just the one just chaos and screwing up her life, can't figure it out, falling asleep during orgies. Like, (laughs) (laughs) okay, okay. That is so what I identify with. No, that's very funny. Okay, cool. From your point of view, I'm Patsy leaning up the kitchen counter, leaning up against the kitchen counter, holding a cigarette, just watching the tornado saying, yeah, this looks fine. Yeah, (laughs) I see it. I see it from that point of view. I definitely like my heart is a little bit Patsy, but I feel like in my head I'm an Edwina. Maybe that's what it is. And see, there it is. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely, I've always identified with an Eddie because I'm like, that's so me. Just the one who just feels like, uh, I just never feel enough. I'm out there. I'm trying so hard. I'm just, uh, and I just want to have a good time. And then I've always looked at you and I think that you're just the more put together friend. Like you're showing up and like, you're showered, you're clean, you have what up, like, darling? a shirt on <laughs> that your earrings Got match, clothes on today, you have your hair done, and it's curly, and it's in a little poof, and so, like, <laughs> that's just, it's just very put together, and also just the fierceness of the friendship, like, Eddie's, you know, just around chaos or whatever, and, you know, there's Patsy there that's just, like, no, stop freaking out. Here, take this instead. And, you know, you need a cigarette love. People like, don't question me. <laughs> like, I know what's good for her. I was here first. Like, it's just the fierceness of the friendship. I've known her for 300 yes. years. Yes, I've known her for 300 years. <laughs> and so I've always, like, seen that. And just, like, you're always, I just feel like for Eddie, you know, Patsy's the one who always just brings fun and joy into her life. Like that's mm. purely what Patsy is there for. Mm. It's just the fun and the friendship and the joy. 
And that's just what I feel like you are. It's like, well, thank you. Thanks for just coming along. Even when I feel like I'm a mess and you're just showing up to hang out in my kitchen with me and you're not bothered by all of my chaos. So thank you. And you just look so pretty today. So <laughs> With my wow. high, high <laughs> hair. <laughs> it's like, that always needs to hang out. Hair but height. What a beautiful ornament you are. Thank yeah, cut to me wearing uh, Cameron Diaz's pink hat on top of that beehive. On top of the beehive. You so. know, I think that we yeah. both see in each other the steadfast friend that nice. that each other is, and also I think we both identify with the secret. For me, at least, it's um Eddie's brain. It just um she should notice being more intentional and in the moment, and I identify and frustrate myself with that behavior of like not being able to focus being a light tornado and oh my gosh this email is happening and oh my gosh that's emails happening and we have a podcast to edit and all of a sudden it's too much and so I think that that um the insecure side of me identifies with Eddie a little bit more but I'm complimented that you think I'm a patsy also complimented that you think I am a Patsy because <laughs> I have always wanted to be her. She is like you were talking about in our last episode. She's the cool friend mm-hmm. that I'd always want to be. Yep. Or And also she was like that actress was in a Bond film. And yes. so I also look at her and I'm like, I want to be you, but I also would definitely date you so was she also charlie's angel back in the day i feel like i watched a top gear episode where she you know drove around the track and did a really good job and got some good time but i think jeremy clarkson was yelling at her about how maybe she was a bond girl not a bond girl a charlie's angel charlie's angel yeah if you are listening to this and you know let us know and let us know AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com okay so my next set of friends mm-hmm this is an iconic duo. It is Rachel and Monica. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. They're such faceted characters yeah. from the show Friends. Yep. I really like you putting their picture up there for us to mm-hmm. stare at for inspiration. Yeah, we get to have it and look at it as mm-hmm. we talk. Mm, yes. Yeah, who do you identify with most um, in this fun group? My OCD speaks to me with Monica. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of my sentence. I I love Rachel. I love Rachel. But I'm a Monica. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like people know so much about these characters that we don't need to wax poetic. But Monica is the... She has the property. She rents it out to the friend. That was me in my 20s with my sibling. Um, She has the interesting job people facing job when she's a chef uh she's trying to lock it down with this guy and then rachel is just like i'm showing up in my wedding dress and i need a friend to just help me land on my feet i'm going to be a tornado in your space and i'm going to need you to just love me and be cool with me and eventually i'll be a butterfly and then we'll both be butterflies and so and then everyone's a butterfly (laughs) and then they just iconic so i would say that that is the monica pull yeah that i feel in our friendship yep. just more tightly wound monica. i'm tightly wound monica yes okay. well, this is yet another one where i also identify more with monica <gasps> yeah i feel like you are the rachel to my monica okay tell me i feel like i am 
yeah, definitely that OCD mm-hmm. that she has a slight cleaning obsession mm-hmm. and, you know, hyper fixates on things. She's also super dorky. I mean, such a huge nerd, best friends with her brother. Like, they're <laughs> such dorks. Yep. And, um, you know, and so that is just where I gravitate to is that's, I'm like, oh, so my identity. And yeah, I see that. Um, Rachel, I always saw her as, again, she is the cool friend. She is cool. Yes. She's just, like, put together. Um, and that's just kind of, I mean, not that she doesn't make mistakes, because she's a human being. On the outside, though, she's polished. But she's polished. She has the job. She has yeah. the man. She exactly. has the Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, Richard was Monica's. Oh, see, no. Okay, then who was Rachel's? Um, was it Ben? Benny? Benny? No, no. But who was the dentist? Oh yes, um, Barry. 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 Yes. Okay, so that's what I was saying. Is yeah. So Rachel had the the job, the the former dentist that didn't work, and then she had to be a go getter. I see. Well, like I don't even. I really don't even compare. Like, see, and I think this is another interesting thing because, like, you're talking more about their jobs and like physical attributes, Mm -hmm. and I'm looking at it more of like their inner feelings and souls and things and so this is why I love this game mm-hmm. because looking at our perspectives and hearing the perspectives yeah. and like also what we connect with different characters is so very interesting to me yes it's also we didn't talk about what they're wearing um this is I would say an um, earlier season oh, of so 90s doesn't it? yeah it's uh Monica has the short hair with the bangs so it's like a night like maybe 96 yeah and Rachel it's before they went really long with her hair with a Ralph, Ralph Lauren job it's oh, where, she, yeah, yeah, yep, where she yeah just and I remember sitting down in yes. a stylist chair and being like I love my hair like Rachel and she just looked at me like your hair we can't do that you're not allowed to you're not allowed to have that <laughs> just all over the years because she also had the Rachel mm-hmm. haircut yeah the Rachel it, everything was just so perfectly mm-hmm. layered and framed her face mm-hmm. and was like shoulder length it's like walking sunshine yeah yeah How, yeah. because I am also that way where I'm like I want my hair to look like this yeah. girl in the magazine <laughs> and I walk in and they're like oh honey it's never gonna happen it's never and, gonna happen and I'm not willing to spend more than five minutes on my hair barely that uh, I can't do it yeah uh, I, I think that from them as a character point of view, I think that Rachel is just such a wonderful, supportive friend. And she's also not as scared to show her vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And Monica is very concerned with showing her vulnerability. Yes. Is that something that you identify with? I think that that is really what's mm-hmm. pulling me Mm-hmm. that way and just how uh Mana's, monica's kitchen is an inspiration to me personally yeah. <laughs> you and are that always that's that all so i'd you. like to say about that that is so you though and really i think the problem here is that we're actually both monica's <laughs> so neither of us but we're is a each other's we're each other's rachel <laughs> but we are kind of like it's like well yeah, so I love this. Like, but this is true because two Monicas couldn't be friends. No. But then also they could be friends. Yeah. But we are one. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a delicate dance. Yeah. It's very interesting. But, okay, mm-hmm. so okay. I love that because I'm for sure, like, I strive to be Rachel. Mm-hmm. I think I'm emotional like a Rachel for sure. Like, a thousand and ten percent. Monica is... 
more level-headed. Like, she's hyper, but it's very predictable. She has an anger. She's predictable. She has a subtle, <laughs> simmering anger yeah. that if you, you wouldn't know looking at her. Oh, but she can burn the fury. But, like, the viper comes out. Yeah. And snap. Yeah. And Rachel, that is one thing I do definitely identify with in Rachel is the emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, she's laughing, then she's crying, you hurt her feelings, <laughs> she feels left out, she's... It's surface. It's date, everything it's just, is happening, and it's all everyone else's problem, uh, too. Ever, if you're near her, like... You're now involved. You're in the episode. And that's like me too. It's like, are you in my area? Well, emotion bombshell is here. So like, you know, you got to have strong people near you when you're like that. And that's I think right. that's, again, the Monica, mm-hmm. um, where she's just like, okay, I mean, she lived with Ross. So she's just like, what am I going to do? I mean, bring it. This is where we're just at. Just try me. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, also, they've known each other for 300 years, so. Yes, that's another one where it's the haunted high school years. Uh, yeah. How they do that in your, like, in the older seasons oh, where they do the flashbacks and yes. the whole videos oh, and everything. Nice choice, Morgan. I think mm-hmm. we, so what's the consensus? This are we excellent. both, are we both a little bit yeah. of a Monica? I think you're do right. we, The problem is that we're just both Monicas. We're both but, Monicas, but we're each other's Rachel. Right. But remember, there's no right or wrong answer. No, I know. It's all just... Just more, what, what do you think? Where did we end with it? this? Yeah. And that's also, again, why I like this game because, I mean, what's your perspective? It's mm-hmm. all about perspective. Yeah. Do these people look familiar to you? Oh, yes. Abby and Alana from Broad City. Oh, my goodness. So, also, the fun thing is that, you know, we're not actually, like, any of these people. I only wish, but... I just... uh, A thimble of cool of those girls, if I could be. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, My just immediate... um, I just want to have Alana's energy, but I know I'm an Abby. I, I feel like an Abby a lot of the time in my life. And I, I also think that... Alana is the kind of person that looks at Abby and it's like, you know, imagine Abby's head is down and Alana is just like, reaches toward her chin like, hey there, buck up. (laughs) I know you're high as heck right now, but we got to go eight blocks with this couch or whatever the episode premise is. Um, I think that Alana's inspiring to Abby and I think that that's what I, I identify with. And just the unwavering friendship. The levels of friendship they attain, mm-hmm. that show, that show makes me cry laughing. So those are my feelings. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, and this, I would say, is just a cast photo of them being really cute. Abby and Alana from Broad City. They're wearing cute little uh, jackets and being adorable. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love Broad City. This is so one of good. my all-time favorite mm-hmm. shows. And um, I am I am agreeing with you on this one. Ding, 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 ding. I totally think you're an Abby. <laughs> I definitely identify as Alana. Like, I think you are the Abby to my Alana. I think outwardly, I'm not an Alana. I mean, if I'm, like, walking down the street or you have a casual conversation with me. Secretly on the inside. I'm very PC. Um, but, like, I'm just the loud. It's, like, I identify with the loud, the impulsivity, um, just this, this desire 
to be something bigger and better and grander than I am and always searching for that dreaming and falling short (laughs) just trying so hard Mm -hmm. um but not getting knocked down or getting knocked down and getting back up again and also just being friendly like Mm -hmm. I make a lot of mistakes I put my foot in my mouth I'm emotional but I'm just like I'm out there I'm trying and I just I mean no one any harm. Mm-hmm. I just want to have a good time. That's right. We're I all just, just have a, be have a good time. trying to have a good time. Let's that out because oh, a mistake. All just trying <laughs> to have a good time on this podcast where we try not to swear. Beep. <laughs> and so also, okay, so what I also, the way I also identify with, with Alana is how she sees her best friend. Because I think for me... Um, I sometimes struggle with boundaries and I'm just going to be, you know, I'm just the one who's just going to be like, hi, what are you doing? Can I come over right now? Great. I'm just down the block. I'll be there in four steps. What's happening? And, you know, or I call you at 830 in the morning and I'm like, hey, I just got done with a call at work. And then I was thinking about you and thought we could chat for a little bit. Are you free? Oh, good. You're in the bathtub. That's okay. I just talk. I just like you know. I'm just like, oh no, are you bothered? I'm not. Okay, let's go. Well, this is happening. My friendship level. It's okay. I'm. I can still keep talking to you. Let's go and do that. Um, in your friendship bubble, relate to that. And how much she loves Abby. Like she just adores everything Abby does. She's gonna go to bat for her every time. Doesn't matter if Abby's right or wrong. Like she's gonna be there. Blood will be spilled. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a warrior for that woman. Yep. And I unwavering also- friendship. Unwavering <laughs> friendship. Yep. Yes. And she just like really looks up to Abby too because in the show, Abby is a few years older than Alana, just like you and I are. And so I really always think that she looks up to Abby a little bit in a sisterly way of mm. like, oh. Yeah, you're like the more slightly more responsible one and the slightly older one, and just like you, you know, have it together just a little more than I do, and you always will. And so I'm just gonna like, you know, follow in your footsteps. But then Alana's the one that like, you know, keeps Abby wild and on her toes because Abby's like, there's a part of her that does want like that chaos. Yeah, and it's really cute, and that's why they're friends because Abby has that side to her, and yes. that's like internally how she is. Um. And there's also, like, did you, did you watch the end of this show? Okay, so in the final season, again, spoilers, because this is a spoilers podcast. Mm -hmm. So there's also a moment that I'm specifically thinking of. So in the last season, there is one of the first episodes, they celebrate Abby's birthday. Mm -hmm. And Alana gets her a present, and Abby, you know, says, Alana, I said no presents, we weren't going to get, you know, anything. And she says, oh, no, no, it's fine, I made it. And it's this, like, two-minute slideshow of pictures and videos of Abby's butt. And that's it. I have because seen this scene, yes. Okay, the, whole, the whole show is there's this running gag that, you know, Alana's just obsessed with Abby's butt. And that I was booty. talking about it, like, girl, you gotta be proud of that butt. Like, look at that booty. And just, you know, she's just always giving her compliments. And I love that. She's just there to lift her up and just be like, no, you are. You are a total you know, bad a biatch. Yeah. And you rock mm-hmm. and just go get them. Just go get them. Just go get them. Get them. And so I love that. I love that about their friendship. That's like what you are to me is I'm just like, wow, there's my best friend Samantha over there and she's so shiny and sparkly and 
I just want to be like her when I grow up. And wow. Ew. No, complimenting friends, complimenting women. Women can take compliments. Women can graciously accept compliments. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you. I, you know, that is one show that did always make me think of us when I was watching it in a more chaotic, mm-hmm. more tornadic life in a different timeline, perhaps. If we were friends in college, I think, you know, if like you and I, because that's the whole problem. We wouldn't right? have survived. They met in Wait. They, you know, <laughs> so if you met in college, girl, like I was a freshman, you were the junior. Yeah. Oh, that we definitely would have ended up like Abby and Alana. It would have been like, a, that would have been verbatim our story. Or anything. I mean, <laughs> is it? Where's the lie? Mm, wow. Where is it? Where is it? Well, okay. pour one out for that timeline. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, we've got two left, Samantha. Perfect. The next one is something I know you have seen once with me a few years ago. So, and, and the title is actually in the photograph. So it's okay if you don't remember this exact scene. Do you recall these characters? Oh, so I did have to look at the bottom. It is Anne of Green Gables, and so that would be Anne. I don't remember her best friend's name. Yes, so this is Anne of Green Gables, and (laughs) her best friend or her bosom friend, Diana Berry. Diana. And so these are, again, I know you've seen this once, and it was many years ago, and so, mm-hmm. right off the bat, who's who, what's what, I definitely have an answer for this one. How did they deal with that stuff around their neck, though? Oh, yeah. That's... Colors, I, yeah, so what's going I on just, right now, too? Um, so, they're at a dance right now. They're mm-hmm. at a Christmas ball. Yeah. And so, they're in their fancy dresses. And so, Diana Berry has got a lovely purple dress on. There's puffy sleeves. Just around the neck. Around the collar. And it's a high necklace frill, like up to her chin. And then Anne is in this baby blue dress. Mm -hmm. And again, it's just like, it looks like there's bibs on them. Like there's just doilies hanging down from their breasts and giant puffy sleeves tall neck again. She's got some lace though. I mean, it's a low cut shirt but then there's lace filled in all along the chest and up to the neck and then there's just this frilly collar it looks very itchy Mm -hmm. i do agree with yeah it's just i i was looking at the picture searching for words to say and all i could think about was just if there is if it's even a breath above 72 degrees samantha's having a conniption we cannot survive in that that just the fashion back in the day um so my words are I really don't remember so much of this movie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you know what I do think? They look like they're friends. They sure do look like And they're can you remind me of the, Diana Barry, what a great name, um, what the quick plot line is? Oh, yeah. So in this movie, <clears throat> Anthony mm-hmm. Gable. Because, you know, now we have to, we're going to go into the Mind Palace. We're going to unlock some doors. Mm-hmm. Let's remember what this movie is about. Yes. Kay. So Anne of Green Gables. So Anne is an orphan and she gets sent away to this family in Avonlea. Green Gables! That's the name of their house because it has green shingles. Oh, cute. And so she goes to this home and she is, she comes, gets there and finds out, Oh no, they actually were 
supposed to adopt a boy to help them with the farm work. Awkward. Very awkward. She shows up real scrappy looking. Yeah, she's a girl. Okay. Yep. And so, you know, this is in the time when girls, what do you do with them? I mean, (laughs) what? uh, you know, a lot of them aren't going on to high school or even college. I mean, collegiate level, forget about it. And they're not doing any work around the farm. So like, what are you going to do with them? So everyone's disappointed, but turns out these people actually like her. So she goes to live with Matthew Cuthbert and his sister Marilla. Mm-hmm. They're both just like these really shy people who just never married and have always lived in this house. And so they're like, oh, we're supposed to get this boy to help out because Matthew's getting old and he can't do it all by himself. So that's the start of the book slash also this beautiful movie from Canada from Mm -hmm. the 80s that I love Mm -hmm. uh, with Megan Fellows. Beautiful. So, but then, of course, it all turns out okay and everybody falls in love with her in the town. So it's just all about, like, how she starts going to school and has a family for the first time and, like, makes friends. Yes. And so, you know, but she's also very rash and she has a temper and she's impulsive and she has a lot of energy and she's very dreamy and um a little intense and so people aren't always sure what to do with her like she's a bit feral (laughs) i mean they think so i think um but again just very good intentions and she i don't know i think sometimes she just doesn't always people well but she's endearing remind me of her friend because my initial feeling is I think that you're you're the leading lady in this one, Morgan. <laughs> I just I've always identified with Anne. Yeah. I have very strong feelings about her. And you it's, know, she like, just made you watch all three of these yeah. movies. <laughs> and here's the thing. I remember watching these movies, but it was also one of those it's one of those movies where like the plot is just so lovely mm-hmm. and it's just like being served to you in a dish after dish of great scenes and good mm-hmm. acting and the the period pieces and the set design and the it's like I was watching the movie, but I was also really watching the movie. And so yeah, I did not remember the plot line mm-hmm. about how she got there. But then how does she meet her friend? Were they friends from before the time, or does she meet her when she becomes, like, an adult teacher lady? They meet at school. Okay. So, her first day at school, she meets Diana. <laughs> cute. And, yeah. And it's very cute. And then they become bosom friends. <laughs> bosom friends, yes. Friends. We and yelled about that part. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just adore them. And then Anne goes on to be the maid of honor in Diana's wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, they're best friends forever. And I just love them. And I love them because... You know, they don't always think in a similar way. Like, if they're problem-solving or just, like, different things trigger them. Different things scare them. Different things make them brave. But they love one another so much. And I think that in their friendship, there's such a genuine curiosity and wonder Mm -hmm. about one another. Like, you know, Anne just thinks Diana is just so, like, the smartest, most beautiful, kindest angel on the whole earth and she's like oh I will protect Diana and I just love her and you know Diana just thinks that Anne is the bravest and most creative person that she's ever met and they just love and support one another unconditionally and even again when they maybe disagree or think differently like in the second movie 
when Diana decides to get married. And Anne's like, yes. Anne is actually disappointed and mm-hmm. just didn't think like, oh, you're getting married. And I just thought we would be having like our cool single lady adventures. And But I guess you're on a different journey and I can still be your friend. And it's okay. I'm just disappointed. And, yep. <laughs> you know, yep. and, but it's, again, it's such a lovely, lovely thing that they just adore one another and they're there for each other. Mm-hmm. So I love them. But I've always related to Anne's more wild spirit and Diana is while she has this creativity and just this like joyous wild side she knows how to contain it like she's definitely a little bit more proper um and you know has like a upbringing you know and Mm -hmm. so she's the one to kind of be a little bit more um put together and so I love like this scene because they're at a party together and Anne is just she looks like she's meant to be there, but the whole scene, her body language, she's just a little awkward. And you can tell she's not used to being in that kind of setting. And she's just, her eyes are really wide at everything. Her mouth is open. You know, she's just gaping at everything and yep. everyone. And Diana definitely knows how to socialize. And so she's, she's kind of helping Anne along while also being really excited with her. And then knows, like, kind of when to turn it on because there's people. I'll show you how to society. Yeah. Like, this is how we socialize. Yes. Thank you for reminding me of the plot of this movie. Yeah. What good Mm -hmm. friends. I love them. Samantha. Yes. Are you ready for our last duo? The last. Because this is a special one of two people we're very familiar with. Wow. Cut to 12 hours of content. Let's just watch the extended versions of The Lord of the Rings. Can we take a moment uh, about how they were filming these in the late 90s? The late 90s is when they were filming yeah. them because the first one came out in early 2000s. Yeah, wasn't it one? Yeah, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. It's like 11 months in like 99 that they did sure. all. It's nuts. Wow. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Sam Wise and Frodo from Lord of the Rings. I'm Sam. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to go into it, but I'm Sam. Definitely a Sam Wise. Mm-hmm. Sam Wise. Sure. Um, I can't carry the ring for you, <laughs> but I can carry you. Yeah. Instantly bawling. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's, yeah. that's, uh, this was a nice one to finish on. Um, uh-huh. yep. That's definitely, I would definitely agree. Like, you're just, yes, the constant. And that's totally Samwise. Mm. I mean, he's just, he's always there. He's going to come back. He cares so much. He loves so hard. He keeps his promises. Yeah. Um, always there to feed you. <laughs> you know, like, that's him. Mm-hmm. And just, yeah, I, I, I totally think so. And there's Frodo, who just, yeah. I can relate to Frodo, just flailing and a lot to carry. Dealing with this a dang lot ring coming at too him, much too heavy from all sides. <laughs> just this quest that he didn't even want. Ugh, there's a lot of metaphors. Burdened, there's a lot of glorious purpose. Oh, burdened. With I don't relate purpose. to that, but <laughs> Morgan, this podcast is a glorious purpose, and yes. I am excited that we are embarking on this journey together. Much more fun than hauling a ring to Mordor. 
Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, I as soon as I saw that, it's like this is also when they were like cute and happy at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Rings when like they're all clean oh, and definitely. they're washed and their clothes are clean and they don't have mud caked on their yeah. faces it's and party time. Yep, everyone is whole and Frodo's not wounded. Spoilers. Um, if you haven't watched Lord of the Rings recently. Cuddle up with that this what are you doing Aquarius season. Yes. <laughs> Go do it. Go read it. Everyone it. has like literally now eight to ten movies that they need to get through. Yes. Um so that's that's definitely wow, what a nice movie lineup. What a great yeah. just parade of friendships. And it's gonna be fun listening back to this and really um all the different facets that we noticed in each other. Friendship is so cool. Mm-hmm. And finding a friend that just gets it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty tight. Yay, friendship. Yay, friendship. Well, my closing advice to listeners yes. is going to be go give your friend a compliment. Hmm. Well, we got to wrap this up. Closing ceremonies. Uh, thank you Listeners, dear listeners, I know a few of you have listened to our first couple episodes a few times. So if you find yourself needing a friend for body doubling or to keep you company while you're running around your house or life doing things, stick us in your ears. Um, We really appreciate the people who have been letting us know that this is some good stuff and they want to keep hearing it. So... If you want to stay in contact with us, you can follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram or email us at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com. And you can join us next Wednesday for another episode of Aquarius Behavior. Bye, buddies. Bye, friends.